Everybody, it's Jen the Builder and Corey, and someone else is Chelsea. in this. Yes, Hello. Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea is a bona fide elevator, and, and she's a pro, hands down. <laughs> so we wanted Chelsea to make sure that you were included in all of the shenanigans of the podcast today. There's no reason to leave you out because you know you're such a fun person. So why not include you in all the fun before the real fun in your interview? Sounds great. Sounds good. Okay. Man, Corey, this is the 26th episode. And last one, you know, I didn't make it a big deal, but as I was journaling, I was like, 25, that's a quarter of a hundred. That's a quarter of a century. Yeah. So intense and and so lovely. Huge deal. For me, it's a big deal. I mean, somebody else may say, well, not so much, but definitely me. I'm over the moon right now. Yeah. And before we actually did the podcast, Chelsea, you were a part of my peer group when I was talking about it and just kind of introducing it to everyone and the and the concepts. What are your thoughts about Take the Elevator and where we're at and where we're going? I think the best part about this whole thing is seeing your ideas on paper. I remember sneaking into your cubicle one day mm-hmm. at work, actually, and I had asked about, you know, fun things were going on in That's your right. world, and that was listed. So I think my favorite part is seeing it go from, you know, some scribbles in your planner to, oh my gosh, then <laughs> back on your podcast again. And it's something to look forward to every Wednesday, but it's also helped me to better understand and learn from people that are nothing like me. Just, mm. I mean, the the ideas and experiences that um, the other elevators have had have just taken me places. Right. And so just, especially during this time where, you know, we are, so we're social distancing. I feel so connected. Um, your podcast mm. has brought such a crazy connection that we didn't even know that we were going to need when it was scribbled in your planner. So just that whole connection, it's, it's amazing. God, thank you for that, Chelsea. Craig, do you have anything to say to that? Yes. Thank you. Every day, elevate. Every day. Before we do the next portion of this podcast, I just want to give you just some crazy recognition for how well your two episodes did. So we're going to go way back because today's the 26th episode. You were on episode four and five. So that is technically 20, (laughs) 21, 22 weeks ago. You know, we started off small. I told Corey, if we can get, remember this, I was Mm, like, if we can get 25 downloads each episode, I'll be so happy. So our goal right now is 100 per episode and both your episodes together averaged 180. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, 180 <laughs> for each. And I was like, go, Chelsea. I look at these numbers and people are still listening, especially to um, your episode five. What's good in your childhood? Oh, yes. Yes. The walk down memory lane. <laughs> yeah. And that's when I had my epiphany on so many levels about my childhood and things that I needed mm-hmm. to be grateful for. So Congratulations. Thank you. People obviously feel connected to you, Chelsea. Oh, thank you, Jen. And thanks to everyone listening. I hope that it was able to bring out some some great memories and just some, you know, extra things to be thankful for this year. Yeah, for sure. All right, Corey. If I had a drum roll, it would be playing right now. There you go. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to do Would You Rather? 
I'm so grateful Chelsea is here with me. <laughs> and maybe she can even answer first. Oh, there you go. Let's have her pick the number two. So, Chelsea, this book is one to 2,000. You uh-huh. have a number that comes 12. to mind. 12. Oh, we haven't done this one. This one's a good one. Would you rather... <laughs> Get a tattoo of a cartoon character or a tattoo of the face of a celebrity you like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I already know what Chelsea's going to say. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go with cartoon character. <laughs> Which one? Um, okay, so I grew up in the 90s. So if anyone ever watched like Hey Arnold back in the day on Nickelodeon, or I, I think I would get Arnold from um, the Nickelodeon show Hey Arnold. It's, he, that's just my favorite cartoon. Like I still watch it to this day. So nice. for sure I would get Arnold. I might get it. I'm trying to think where I would get it. Maybe like on my <laughs> ankle or my foot. <laughs> Oh, she even has a spot where she put Arnold. I see a tattoo coming soon. <laughs> I don't have I don't have any tattoos. I'm terrified of needles. So this is just this this daydream. But Corey, what would you rather? I, I would honestly rather not get any tattoos. Um I'm I'm I regret getting tattoos at this point, to be honest mm. with you. Uh Ooh. yeah. And it's something that you can take back, but it comes at a very high price. So I'm just really uptight right now about that whole situation because I I just wish I hadn't have done it. Oh, you and I don't have tattoos. That's interesting. Maybe one day we'll get them together. I think so. I think so. (laughs) Vibology. Every day. Chelsea and Corey, right now for Jen the Builder, I'm doing this really cool thing the first time I've ever done it. So throughout the month of December, I'm doing what I'm calling a PNP every day. And it's called a prep and plan because I really mm-hmm. believe that when people are talking about resolutions or goal setting, I think you should at least take a month before to really get into it and and take the time to reflect, to decide what's mm-hmm. going on. So I wanted to start this part of the podcast off with PNP number three, and it says this, creative self-expression, social interaction, and optimism is the trio to include in your prep and plan for 2021. I'm going to leave that there for a moment and we're going to revisit that. But Chelsea, I want to, we want to talk to you first about you. Mm-hmm. You now are an entrepreneur, a small business owner. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. It still sounds weird. I'm like, me? You're talking about me then? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, should I pinch myself? Because I never had any. I did not start 2020 off thinking that that was even a possibility. I had no desire to do that. Yeah. Um, I think as far as, um, as you shared, self-expression, social interaction, and optimism mm. go, those were the things that I really needed to find. Those are the things that were missing from this little mix that I had. You know, I was working from home. Mm-hmm. I it was just me and my sister, and we were like, we can't watch Disney Plus all day. Like, we need to figure, we need to figure something out. Yes. Um, I was doodling on my on my iPad. My my boyfriend was working in the COVID unit, taking care of patients as a patient care tech, and I would sit on my iPad and draw like these little notes, and then send them to him when he was working his twelve hour shift. And so, in a way that you know helped me feel connected to him, I could pass these little notes um, over to him, send them to friends and family, and then my sister was like, you know, we should do something with this, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll have a little fun, make a little logo. Right. See what happens. 
And I'll be honest with you, Jen, I got my first set of cards in May. Those are my samples. Mm -hmm. And I hid them under my dresser for like three months and pretended that it had never happened. And it wasn't until my sister was like, weren't you going to do this card business thing? And I cried and I was like, I don't want to do it. It's so strange when you have to put your own stuff out there. You become vulnerable. And it's... It's intimidating. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure you felt that way when putting out this podcast. I just, I couldn't do it. I had stage fright, I guess is mm-hmm. the best way you can call it or put it. I had imposter syndrome. I, I, no one's going to buy them. It's a waste of time, a waste of money. I need to stick to the jobs that I applied for and what's written in a contract that I signed. Those are the things that I was made for in my mind. And my sister said, no, we're, we're going to do this together. So that's when my sister, Carly, came on board, built the social media platform, pushed me to set a date, and it took off from there. Yay, Carly. I Good like job, that. Good job, Carly. Thank yeah. God for Carly. Yes. <laughs> so she's the one who built your social media platform. Everything I see on Instagram, your shop and everything, that's Carly? Carly set it up so, okay. and then helped me run it. So Carly was the one that was like, no, girl, we are, you got to get a, so get an Instagram and start working on it. You need yeah. to start sitting here talking about it and writing it in your planner isn't going to actually be. She, my sister knows me better than anyone. She was like, nope, you got to have a platform. You need to have a creative outlet so you can start throwing things up against the wall. Um, and then she's like, and we're going to set a launch date. She did all the research. And it's funny because usually I'm the one that's like, no, we, we need to do this. But right. my sister was the one behind that was doing a lot of the pushing and really pushed me up a hill that I didn't think I could climb. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I could have climbed it solo. So shout out to Carly for uh, picking me up when Carly. I needed it the most. Mm. Yes, uh, <laughs> my sister's amazing. She actually reached out to all these small business owners that she had bought from in the past and was like, hey, we're thinking of doing this thing. Should we go the Etsy route or the Shopify route? Do you, you know, do you charge tax? How does that work? What does that look like for you? And did so much of the legwork that Mm -hmm. I didn't think that I could do, Um, which is weird for me because I'm usually, like I said, the one that's like, oh, we're going to do it. I said it and here's how we're going to get it done. But it was so different than, you know, when it was my work, when it was my little digital illustrations I was putting out. Right. I'm almost embarrassed to say that, Jen, but it's the truth. <laughs> so what is the name of your of yeah. your business? So our business name is Pink and Scribble uh-huh. um, because my favorite color is pink. And I truly believe that everything that I draw on my iPad is just me scribbling. Carly actually helped me come up with the name and approved it because I was like, does this sound dumb? She wasn't even a part of the business when it happened. Like it was just me messing around with my computer. And I remember her and I, I'm looking at the area where all this went down. I remember her sitting on my bed. She was like, change the colors. That's, that looks like a baby shower theme. Do this, do that. And she was involved from the beginning without nice. actually committing to it. And then it just yeah. was a no brainer that like, Carly, you're coming along with me on this journey and we haven't looked back since. So what's ironic about your story is it sounds very similar to Jen and myself. <laughs> yeah. And and so it was really funny how we got started. But my question to you is, what did it feel like on your first sale? Oh, my goodness. Well, our first sale was just, I couldn't believe that someone was willing to spend money and then right? some time first. Like, well, first I was like, okay, we have followers on Instagram that are waiting for us to launch. I can't go back now. Then it was like, oh my gosh, they're liking the photos. So there's like that time buy-in there. And then it was like, wait, they're on the website? Wait, they actually like took time to put their credit card number into the website to (laughs) buy this. They're really giving me money to do this. 
it was really shocking. I'll admit that we were not prepared. It was so nerve-wracking because I'm like, are, are you sure? Like, are you, you really want this? <laughs> nice. Um, then, we, like I said, we were not prepared. Um, it looks like a perfect launch. If you look at Instagram, it looks like everything has just been a cakewalk since then. But there have been, I'm sure with you guys, um, Jen, there have been tears. There yes. have been, oops, I'll admit that we did not have enough inventory to mm-hmm. the volume that we had. I only got maybe 10 orders the most. Five was the minimum that I was my goal. And we got like 30 orders. <laughs> and I didn't set up the shipping things correctly. So we actually had to pay for shipping mm-hmm. for some of the items like out of pocket, which mm-hmm. was, oops. But I mean, you live and you learn. Um, there were mistakes for sure. But it was so great at the end of the day. Like we had done this, we built this website, we did it ourselves. It was rewarding to say yes. the least. Before we move any further, can you just give a, a shout out to the platforms that you're on so that the listeners can definitely find you and get a good look at what you're doing? Of course. So we are Pink and Scribble. You can find us with the handle at Pink and Scribble on Instagram. We are only Instagram um, on Instagram right now because working full time, I want to make sure that I can at least manage one platform before I you know, blow up to three. So we're, we're moving a, a little slower than some businesses, but we have greeting cards. We have magnet stickers. They're all designed on my little iPad and everything is super intentional to where we're at in life right now. So right now we have the Christmas collection that's almost gone. We are working on Valentine's and Galentine's Day right now, which is going to be super special. The handwriting cards are so important. And I think that it goes into self-expression, um, social interaction, and optimism because every card mm. has a little positive message. We say we're spreading good vibes and warming hearts one handwritten greeting at a time. But we also like the idea of you taking time to write out a card or to send a little photo, add to it any way you want and send it to someone that you love and pass that optimism on and to use our cards as a way to express yourself. So you can find us on Instagram now. Hopefully we'll go to Facebook at some point when I get more time and a better handle, but we'll see. But yeah, we're just cruising now, Jen. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I, I think I've said that in the other episode, <laughs> but I was so excited to see Pink and Scribble. And I don't know if you remember this and you might have been too stressed out to recall because it was a quick text message. And I had checked up to see, hey, how's it going with your business? And you said, well, with everything going on, I just don't think this is the time. I said, this is the perfect time. This is the kind of things that people need. Mm -hmm. And what I'm excited about, and the whole time you've been talking, I've just been grinning ear to ear. Because I remember when I was younger, the way my friends and I stayed in touch was through writing letters. A lot of people now, and I'm talking about the younger generations, don't know what that feels like to physically and tangibly have something that's sent just for you and written just for you and open it up. I want to just describe how I feel when I order from Pink and Scribble and I get the the items that I ordered. Corey, you know how I am about presentation. (laughs) And so Chelsea and Carly wrap what you order up in this beautiful, just really simple brown parcel type of packaging. And then their thank you card. 
and it has their business information and just this really cute bow. And so it makes you feel special when you get it. And you just like, you're so excited. And then there's everything you order and it's exactly what you think it should be. And what I see is actually what I'm getting and then some, and then you're just ready to write. But I'm going to tell you the first few things that I ordered, I kept for myself because they were so cute. And I had to put it in my office, in my journal. And then I started ordering for other people. Thank you for bringing that experience back and introducing that experience to the younger generation of writing a note. If I can just add to that, because, you know, when you talked about receiving a letter, the anticipation that builds up when you know you're going to get a letter is so Mm -hmm. intense, but it's such a good feeling to know someone's writing me a letter and I'm going to get to read it and then write them back and they're waiting for that letter. But Chelsea, I got to be honest with you, what you, what you've done for me personally is you've opened my eyes to the small business. The small Mm. business that is taking the time to put in a thank you card. They're taking time to add a a, personalize it and personalize it. Yeah. Yeah. This one company sends me candy with and uh, it's not food. It's it's a music company. And they're sending me a little bag of candy candy just to be like, thank you. So that's what you've opened my eyes to. And and so I'm actively looking for smaller businesses now. Yeah. We are seeking them out all about it. So and I know you partner with some and you promote some of them and that can also be found on your page right yes i shopped at small businesses before pink and scribble but now that i've been in that mix in that community as soon as other small businesses people we hadn't even met before found out that you know we were just sisters we were just winging it they were so eager to help and oh my goodness the list can go on and on they're Mm -hmm. all on our page we have friends just people sharing and commenting I think they have like 300 followers now, which is all that I can handle at the moment. And it was just so rewarding to be able to see that, you know, my third grade teacher ordered from us and Mm -hmm. other people in our community were hearing from us. And it was definitely that self-expression, interaction and optimism. We were fulfilled just by the small business community. So any way that we can give back, if it's, you know, we get messages like, hey, we're having this pop-up shop and we share, we try our very best to share that. It's important, especially right now. People's livelihoods are depending on their small businesses. If we can support them in any way, I think we definitely should because we're all looking for that little piece of optimism, whether it's financial security or we just want to connect with others. It's become a really big part of who Pink and Scribble is now. Yeah, and you talk about making life great again. That makes life so much more tolerable when you're able to put some food on the table yourself. You're not relying on someone else to do that for you. So I'm so encouraged when I hear you talk about this. Jen knows I get so excited when I think about new businesses popping up and having their own line of something. But Pink and Scribble have been here today had it not been for working from home as a result of COVID. I honestly don't think that it would. Just to be frank, like I said, it was never something, even in February, even in March, I had no desire of starting a small business. I didn't have the time. I was too busy commuting to and from work and too busy, you know, trying to keep up with friends on weekends. And I think that everything happens for a reason. Everything is in his time. And Carly and I, we never saw each other. I mean, we live under the same roof and we never spent time together. But Mm. You lock us in a room or in a house and, you know, it was like COVID shut down part one. 
So I think that without the pandemic, I wouldn't have had that connectivity with my sister. We have those conversations, but we didn't have that before the pandemic. I think we loved each other, as sister said, but we just didn't have that connectivity. So without that, I don't think I would have had a business partner, a business idea, or anything. What I love about Pink and Scribble is that I just want to get the card where someone else is gifted in that area or a sticker (laughs) and stick it on there and say, I had a creative moment because I got to design my journal page or whatever it was. To be honest with you, that's the beauty in this whole thing because Mm -hmm. we... I don't have to know how to do it all. Mm -hmm. Jen doesn't have to know how to do it all. And neither Mm -hmm. does Chelsea. But if I can get a little bit from you, a little bit from her, a little bit from me, and we bring it together, man, can you imagine? Yes. Yeah. I can. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that Carly and I strive to do the most was we'll give you, we'll provide you the paper. (laughs) We will provide you with a cute, friendly note to send in an envelope. You know, you can mail it. But it requires your personal touch on the backside. It requires that connection with another person. So really, it's been great to empower people to use that creativity. It's a really great moment to just stop and say, like, we're thankful that we have this opportunity to connect with you in that way. Well, I have a new bulletin board in my office. And yeah, I have one of your cards and one of your stickers up there. And it's really to inspire me to let me know that it can be done. And look what Chelsea did and what Carly did and what I can do, what Corey can do and what other people in our lives can do. So thank you for the inspiration and thank you for putting your product out there. I love it. What is in the future? What's part of Pink and Scribble's prep and plan for next year? So for Pink and Scribble, I had not thought of what's next because I've been distancing myself from my planner where Pink and Scribble is concerned because I started to use my planner as like a life or death thing. I didn't meet that goal or if I didn't check this box on this checklist, this goal was out of all of a sudden impossible and out of reach. And so my sister and I had to um, start using planning as a guide instead of like a hard metric. I'm excited to share that as we go into our fourth month of business, we're taking everything that we've learned um, and moving it forward. So we know what services we can offer. We know what services we like to offer and maybe some services we don't want to offer. I mean, I want to be intentional and not reckless. There's there's certain parameters that I'm Carly and I have compromised on. But for the most part, there's no hard to do this me of a PMP that I just did. It was actually PMP number two. It was about plan A, plan B. So here's the difference. So you and Carly, very opposites. Here's how Corey and I are very mm-hmm. opposite. I said, and I was like, Corey, I already released the thought and you're telling me it's like the, it should have been something else. So my thing was have a plan A, right? Definitely have that plan. And then your plan B is really just to be like, just let mm-hmm. it be. Corey says plan A is have you have your plan. And what'd you say, Corey, about plan B? Plan B is to stick to plan A. <laughs> so so those are and it and, but it's worked for don't us. Don't tell Carly that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, well should we delete that part? We don't want to mess Carly up. <laughs> you know us that take the elevator, we say, look up and let's elevate. Every day.